The Morning Struggle podcast is brought to you by Blue Clover Therapy, a mental health counseling practice in Salt Lake City, Utah. Visit www.blueclovertherapy.com for more information. Blue Clover Therapy, because your mental health deserves a specialist. Welcome to the Morning Struggle Podcast, where we take habits of successful people and break them down one at a time into history, science, and action plan so you can implement them into your life to build a better you. Stay tuned. I don't mean to impress you right now, but my watch is almost getting rid of all the water. So you. So, so a few things for our... Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. We went to Florida for Christmas. We did. Because we get out of town. Yep. And so right now, our little babies yep, every single are one of them. wide awake. Yep. They, they wake up before six o'clock now. Yeah. And so we kind of lost our mornings, which is my time. <laughs> Not their time. It's my time. We just have to wake up earlier. Yeah. So we have to wake up at like... Four thirty or oh, five. I can't. Do, I can't do it. But anyway, your watch. Oh yes, my so watch. You went in the ocean with your watch. I did, and it's water resistant, not waterproof. Yeah, and what does that even mean? I don't know, but it got water inside of it, so it, it like fogs up, so you can't see the uh, the the hands. Yeah, but it's a a magic watch because so, look, it's getting rid of it slowly. No, it's it's not because it just comes right back. No, it's it's considering how to get rid of the water. Like I can tell that there's. Do you not just want to buy running. a new watch? No, I got this. Like, and it's still ticking, and it's accurate. Well, it's just maybe it's like a cool screensaver on your watch. It's like you don't need <laughs> to know the time is. right now. I'm gonna fog up. I got you. So anyway, it says, yeah. well, good morning. Welcome to the Morning Circle Podcast. Good morning, guys, and happy New Year. And happy New Year. I'm Ty. I am Jesse. And today we're bringing you January. Yes. The habit of January. The habit of January. Well, I want to discuss January because this is our. First month of the year after all the chaos of the holidays. So it's like like New Year's resolutions or just the month itself? Yeah, we're going to go over the month itself. Okay, I have no idea where this is going. I love it. Which I'm excited about. <laughs> so, um, well, let's get right into the history and we'll go into historical events from January. This day in history. All right, I know this episode is going to come out like middle of January. You're welcome, folks. But we're going to go over historical events on January 1st. Yay! Like, it, like what? What do you mean like what? Like a battle? Well, there's, there's some battles in there, yeah. I mean, just <laughs> events in history. So let's get right into it. The first one, 1962, the Beatles were turned down by Decca Records. So they <gasps> on auditioned- On January 1st? Uh-huh. They auditioned the Beatles and they auditioned the Tremolos. And they took the Tremolos- who are the tremolos? What the? They don't know who the tremolos are. I don't. Um, Should I? Yeah, they were like they had like ten top ten hits in their career. Okay. Um, I can't remember any of their songs right now. <laughs> but I remember the Beatles, like "Call Me Down" or something like that. It, yeah, but the Beatles we remember a lot. Yes. So it was like one of the biggest mistakes in record label history was to oh, turn down the Beatles. Oh man. Uh, eighteen sixty-three, the Emancipation Proclamation. Okay, yeah. It's where Lincoln freed the slaves. Yeah, he did. That's awesome. January 1st, 1863, uh, freed all the slaves. I love it. And that was a statement after he made out of, after 1862's Battle of Antonium. Oh, okay. Um, The next one, 1892, Ellis Island begins as an immigration gateway. No way, really? Yeah, so initially it was in, I can't, I don't know where it's at, uh, Castle Garden in Manhattan. Uh And they moved it to Ellis Island. Why? 
in eight, in eight, um, I don't know, maybe it's a little removed from Manhattan. Oh, maybe so like you can, so you, there's so you, better, like... Containment. Well, yeah, and that way you can filter folks through yeah. and make sure you document everybody before they just are on the People main. aren't sneaking out the ship and right onto the mainland kind right. of thing. But so it, it was stayed open for 50 years until 1954, and it processed oh. more than 12 million immigrants. Wow, that's amazing. I know. I want to go visit it that at some point. Ellis Island? Yeah. Okay. Let's we'll put it on the, doc- the docket to go visit. <laughs> 1901, Commonwealth of Australia was created. Oh, yay. I, that's pretty early or pretty late in the game. I didn't realize it was until, you know, the 1900s that Australia became a country. So, Oh, anyway. that's interesting. Yeah, to think about that. Yep. 1908, the first New York Times ball drop. Oh, really? It started in 1908. In 1912, Taiwan was created. Oh, no way. Really? Yep. Wow. Um, and then we've got Alcatraz, 1934. Uh-huh. So that was, you know, the federal prison in yes. San Francisco. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you been there? I saw it from a distance. When I went to San Francisco with um, Aunt Emma and your mom, oh, Okay. we could see it. Oh, well, that's just as good. Well, the tickets were kind of expensive and we didn't have that much of a time. But I, at some point, I do want to go see it. But then, you know, so this is how old, scary because that's how, how old I am. I went there as a kid and they gave you a Walkman. Like with a cassette and you would walk around with your cassette and you listen to like the tour guide on your Walkman cassette. I just imagine you with a Walkman and little knobby knees and probably like a polo shirt. I had a a neon pink O'Neal hat (gasps) that I flipped the bill up like the movie Side Out, which was a volleyball movie from the (laughs) 80s or 90s. So we're getting... We're getting real here. Yeah, of course. It's O'Neill, of course. Yeah. You got the pink one. Uh, 1935, January 1st, the first Orange Bowl game, which is like the college. Oh, yes. It was uh-huh. the college championship game. And uh, that was between Bucknell University and the University of Miami. Wonderful. Yep. 26-0. Kind of a blowout. <laughs> so um, safety glass was invented in 1937. What? Yeah. Um, let's see here. United Nations established in 1942. 26 countries came together and signed the declaration that established the existence of the United Nations, including FDR, President Franklin D. Roosevelt, Uh and British Prime Minister Winston Churchill. What? Yep. So when you're at your next dinner party, you'll be like, oh, this feels very similar to the 1942 (laughs) United Nations establishment where 26 countries came together. And then Let's bring in our New Year's champagne. Like, wow, and he's toast pretty to this business. He knows, he knows some stuff. Yep. I'm like, now shut up. We're watching the football game. <laughs> so, uh, how about we got some some coal mines nationalized? So there's creation what? of a national coal board again, just used for really elite dinner party conversation. Yes, of course. Canadian Citizenship Act. This was, this was interesting. Uh-huh. In 1947, the first person to become a Canadian citizen is the Prime Minister William Lyon Mackenzie King. In what year? In 1947. So, okay. but I thought it became a country way before that. But I think this right uh, at that time, anybody who was a British citizen who was living in Canada could become a Canadian citizen. Oh, you were just like grandfathered in? I think so. So you, know, you didn't have to be born in Canada. Because like the 1940s seems real late to like, yeah, we're a country. We'll have to look that up and see when Canada became an actual country i'm not sure Sorry, canada yeah um a few more you ready yes 1951 pay-per-view movies were invented in 1951 well yeah yeah this was the zenith radio corporation they tested it uh it didn't really come into existence for about 45 more years oh my gosh yeah wrestling fighting (laughs) 
fighting with your hands and feet, like a bunch of, you know, stuff we really need to pay money to watch in our home. But could you imagine inventing something and then it doesn't actually take any footing until 40 years later? Oh man, it, a lot. Right? Of, a lot of that is well, and 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 I, and that's true. Yes, but I mean, like, like amplification of computers, like the transistor tube, like uh-huh. those were invented in the 1800s, and they didn't even come to existence or really mainstream popularity until the 1900s. That's nuts. Yeah, to could me. you ma- imagine inventing something and then being like, you know what? A hundred years from now, everybody's going to have one of these. Right, and then, then you're that gone. guy that yeah. is talking about that your paperclip. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 1962, U.S. Navy SEALs were created. Oh, yeah, 1962. Yep, 1962. Go Navy Seals. And let's do one more. How about one more? Let's do it. 1971 cigarette ads are banned on TV. That's right. Yeah, so Good for them. America states that to start the new year off, they were doing a New Year's resolution and no cigarettes on television or radio stations. Oh, that's kind of cute that they made it a New Year's resolution yeah. marketing campaign. Yeah, and now we're dealing with the whole vaping um, flavor ban. Yeah, that's that's that should be... a. F- Official. I have no idea. I don't know when it is, but it's kind of interesting that we're in the throes of those kind of litigation. Yeah, and we're, we're kind now. of we're kind of doing a full circle. Yep, we're you know? just circling right around. So anyway, all right, that's all I got for history of January. I was going to go into like super super ancient history, but <laughs> calendars were a little different back like in the, the day. Well, and that's the thing is January first. A lot of things kind of start, so I I would imagine that there's a lot of new things happening. But, However, like to have things. Like events happen on New Year's Day is pretty interesting. Yeah, because it's a national holiday for us, at least. Yeah. Back in the day, or in nature, the actual shortest day of the year is the, the winter solstice, yes. which is December 21st. Yeah, that's so when we December did our 21st, Yule flood. Yeah, December yeah. 21st on, the days are actually getting longer. So January 1st is like an arbitrary date. Yeah, because technically the, Gregorian calendar. the new year starts after winter solstice. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Whatever peeps. Well, make sure everybody take <laughs> t- take notes on all that stuff. If you didn't mm-hmm. rewind, take some notes. And then when you're at a your fancy yep. dinner party, yeah, write it on your arm. So you have your crib sheet. Yep. Crib sheet? Yeah, crib sheet. Crib sheet. Um, go ahead and, you know, bring that stuff out. And then people go like, whoa, this dude. Yeah. Slow down, man. Yeah. You're okay. amazing. There you go. That's all I got for history. <laughs> Hopefully had some nuggets of wisdom in there for you. But let's get back into January. Yep. And I have no... Are we, we're going to per, per, uh, personify January or whatever it's it is we're going to do. But we're going to go into the science of how January affects your brain, I guess. Yep. Right? Yep. All right, yep here absolutely. Here we go. Okay, so here's the really interesting thing. Um, seasonal affective disorder, or SAD. Which I get. Which is, yeah, what you get, yep. Um, is reported, so the reporting increases about 60% in January. Okay, so we get more depressed in January. Yes, and and there's lots of thoughts behind that. Like, think of Christmas. There's lights, there's social interactions, there's all these things that we're supposed to be doing. There's like forced joy. I don't, I don't want to say it like that, but... Like you, you enter situations with the idea that it's going to be a good time and that you're going to create memories, right? And whether it is or not, you're busy. Yeah, you're busy. There, there's lots of distractions going on, right? There's lots of lights happening, whatever. January happens, everybody takes down their lights and everybody stops socially interacting. Okay, makes okay, sense. We, we hunker down and it's pure winter. And so unless you're doing something else like or you're creating something for yourself this is where seasonal affective disorder really hits because we're not just distracted like we are in december or even february like we're 
this is kind of a, a lull month for a lot of people. Okay. Um, and what's super sad is the rate of single people go up 23% in January. Whoa, so a lot of Christmas breakups? Well, what happens is a lot that of New Year's breakups. New Year's breakups. So people usually keep their um, partner through the new year because there's a lot of expectations having a partner through the new year. Right. However, in the in the future is is Valentine's Day, right? February. It's the love month, right. and if we are not really all that committed to this person, we don't like them all that much. We have to end it now because if you end it near Valentine's Day, you're kind of a jerk. <sighs> Makes sense. Yep. Yep. So January is the month for everyone to become single. Another downer of wait, January. hold on. What we're good. Yeah, right? we're good. Yes. Okay, just I was like, hey, <laughs> bombshell. <laughs> this is we're doing this in a podcast. Recording. Oh, you spiked levels like great. That's I'm awesome. So sorry. Yeah. That's so good. okay. Yeah. No, we're good. All right. Good. We are good. It's okay. a little month, but we're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> can't believe. Like I'm gonna record something like well, that. I don't know. Maybe it was a clever way to do a breakup. It's oh like my a, gosh! Like I could have then I have a poster board and some balloons yeah. come down and be like, get out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Keep going. Um, January is also everybody's super pumped coming into the new year and having all their new year's resolutions which you should not be doing by the way new year's resolutions don't work you should really be doing lifestyle changes oh so instead instead. of saying i'm going to start exercising for the next whatever just like hey i go to the gym every day now yeah and and then for a run every day trying to implement new habits the the thing is is that implementing new habits is really difficult so usually by let's see the third Sunday in January, so this year it's January 19th, about 48% of people have already um, broken their New Year's resolutions. they just given up on them. They've given up. So if we're doing that by the third um, week in January, I mean, we're, we're pretty sad because we're like, oh, I was going to be fit and I was going to eat right and I was going to whatever it is. Um, so 50% of us are kind of sad about that anyway. And just so you know, by mid-February, 80% of us have not, our, our New Year's resolutions are broken. Really? Yeah, 80%. 80%. I am actually impressed that 20% actually. That actually seems like a high number. It does. But maybe yeah. there's some easy New Year's resolutions. Yeah, like... I'm not going to... Like, I'm not going to wear brown socks anymore. And then you're like, oh, that was an easy resolution. I just got rid of all my brown socks. Perfect. I'll stop buying them. Yeah. Yeah, And so the thing is, is we start getting all these heavy things happening in January. That's kind of the repercussions of December. For example, 87% of people spend over $1,000 more than they intended during the holidays. So you have credit card debt. Yep. And they start rolling on in about mid-January. So we get pretty upset because now suddenly we need to work more. It's cold. We have zero so- social interactions. Uh, we don't We've have broken many... up with our significant other. We, yeah, we broke up with our significant other. We're not going to be fit. We're not going to go to the gym. We're not going to eat. I mean, like it's all of these things are coming on down the docket and man, January is rough. Sounds like we just need to skip it. Yes. Let's just skip January from now on. But then it would be February. It's just how it is. But here's this really interesting thing. So I've been asked to talk about Blue Monday um, on a couple of different different places. And Blue Monday this year is January 20th. So it's the first Monday after all of our new, new, or 50% of our New Year's resolutions have been botched. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, And what they're saying is that it's the most depressed um, day of the year. Oh. Yeah, because all of these things are happening to us all at the same time. And so we, as a culture, suddenly we we all are having similar experiences, right? So right. then this is the most depressed day. Uh, side note, there is nothing research-based that makes this accurate at all. Oh, like, so is it just a, 
is it a folk tale esque thing, well, or yeah, is it it's actually like, occurring when people don't know why? Well, it's they can't find that it's actually the most depressing day. And the okay. thing is, is that depression and having a down mood are different things. Right. And so we can be down, but we don't have to be depressed if we're down. That makes sense. Or if we're, you know, if we're depressed, we're not necessarily down because depression is a very complicated um, mental disorder, right? Right. So um, technically, Blue Monday, which is January 20th, is not necessarily the most depressed day of the year. Um, but what happens is then marketing folks like to prey on us around that time where they're trying to get us to buy vacations to get out of our situation. They want us to get on that hedonic treadmill. Right. And so okay. this is this is what's really interesting is we we do tend to have these things happening and maybe we're coping or not coping, but then suddenly we get a, an inundated inundated with uh people trying to change our perspective and like go go to the Bahamas or you know get back at the gym. We're going to make our prices really low or that kind of thing. Right. And so we have to be mindful around this time that our brain we might be kind of in in a more depressed or saddened state, and so we don't want to make decisions around that time frame. Okay, and I I should have the study in front of me, but there's a study uh-huh. about the water bottle, and they had people who were depressed and people who you know they had a survey and they said they were kind of depressed, and uh-huh. people had a survey said they were in a good mood, right? And people who were depressed paid said they would pay more for that water bottle than people that were happy. What? I yeah. need this study. I know. I'll find it for that's you. That's amazing. Um, but yes, that's exactly what is happening here is that when we tend to be in a down mood and then we see these glossy pictures of the Bahamas and everyone's with their families and everybody's happy, um, we are more likely to impulse buy those things. Okay. So. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's kind of a depressing, depressing kind of science section. But I just want you to be aware that once we have all these things happen to us, we are more vulnerable to make impulse decisions to try to make ourselves happy when really we need to be doing it in our homes, day-to-day routines. Okay. Is there anything good with January? Um, it can be. We're going to go into the action plan and we're going to talk about how to keep, keep that mindset in a good state so you can make January the most productive month of your entire year. Okay. Holy cow. That was a depressing <laughs> science <laughs> you section. You are welcome. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. It is what it is, right? Yep. January, the worst month of the year. <laughs> Forget the Emancipation Proclamation. This month, terrible. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into some coffee review, and then let's tell everybody, and let's do it for ourselves, how we can action plan to make January palatable. I drank pots and pots and pots and pots of strong black coffee trying to keep my sleepy soul awake but the sleepiness still comes along and when it does it's fast and strong i end up with a bad case of the shakes all right you ready for this I'm ready for this. So, Cafe Ibis, is that how you pronounce this? Yeah, it looks like it. It's a bird, right? Yep, an ibis. An ibis? Is an ibis a bird? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, gosh. Yeah, it's a magical bird. Not a magical bird, but it's a, <laughs> it's a very graceful bird. bird. Oh, is it? It looks pretty. Like a crane, right? Yeah, it looks like a crane right there. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, these folks are in Logan, Utah. Oh, Logan, Utah. Yep. Okay. And um, th- we are drinking their coffee today. Right. Do they have coffee growing areas in Logan, Utah? No. I, it's, it's just a, a roasting roaster. company. Okay. So yeah. they get the raw coffee beans. Right. From one of the regions that we've discussed before. Oh, this is Peruvian. Yeah, this is Peruvian rainforest So coffee. they get this from the Peruvian rainforest. Yeah. They go down there in, in the wintertime and they pick it from the cherries. I don't know that they are picking it. Probably not. But they're purchasing... Okay. Those coffee beans. This is a medium roast. Okay. 
um, from the region of Peru. And it has floral, citrus, and baker's chocolate. See, we talked notes. about you have notes based on where your coffee bean was grown. Yeah, and I like brew coffee for sure. You like this brewing um, coffee? Yeah, so I let this steep just a little too long because we were dealing with babies. Right. And so it's a little bitter. Yeah, it's steeped too long, which is our fault. It's totally my fault because fault. because we have had this previously. We've already cracked this one open. Right. And it was very smooth. Right. It was it's um it is a medium roast, so it's a little lighter. Right. Um, but it it was very smooth. You could taste the notes more. I I botched it this morning. Like, That's that okay. was me. Um but um it still holds. Like even if you are not the best coffee maker, like yours truly, um, it still is a good coffee, like it holds its own, like even if you oversteep it. Yeah. Um, what's what I thought was really cool. So not only is it in Logan, Utah, which we love bringing local coffees on, um, it is triple certified. It is triple. No wait, hold on. Triple yeah. certified. There is three symbols on here, and it has big red letters. Triple certified coffee. So it's USDA organic coffee. So it's certified organic. Oh, good. We have the fair trade certification, which we we really want with coffee. We really want with coffee, coffee because honestly, if you're not doing that, if you're not finding coffee that's not fair trade, um, the folks who are getting the like actually farming the coffee beans are getting hosed they're, like, they're not getting any money we had a, we actually yeah. did a a, a, sh- a coffee segment on that i can't remember what episode mm-hmm. but yeah they, they make a substantially little amount of money for their coffee beans yeah which whereas is, to the point where the kids of these farmers aren't wanting to take over the farms right and so because so, it's not worth it and right. no one can as survive on the amount of money that they are getting so right. fair trade is very important with your coffee and then this one which i have never seen certified smithsonian bird friendly Smithsonian bird friendly. I have yes. no idea what that is, but it sounds like they don't hurt birds. I did not know that that was even remotely a thing, but it is. And so now I'm going to look up other coffees that have this because yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize this, that this was even a certification they could get. Um, I knew about the organic, obviously, and the fair trade, but um, so that's pretty rad, right? Yeah. Maybe it has to do with like their packaging or something along those lines. Well, and maybe farming techniques where they're not. I have no I idea. I have no idea what. But look, look it up. It's worth a Google. Everybody, yeah, everybody, Google it. Maybe we'll do another coffee segment on that one specific because I mean we drink a lot of coffee, right. and I have never seen a symbol like that on the coffee. So I think that's pretty rad that these folks, the Cafe Ibis, Ibis, yeah, yeah, um, went ahead and figured that out. Okay, and did it. So yep. So Logan, Utah. Um, we are using the uh, Peruvian rainforest one. Okay, and it's pretty. Freaking awesome. Yeah. I, I give it four coffee mugs out of five coffee mugs. You are killing me with um, this thing. Yeah, with an asterisk. Oh, what that, is the asterisk that, for? I don't particularly like medium roast. I like I, I like it to be heartier as well. But I, I like a dark roast out. coffee, but it's yeah. good. Uh-huh. And we also over over um, French pressed it. By a lot. By a lot. So yeah. we'll give it another shot here, but it, it's it's good. It's quality. You, you can tell the beans are a quality quality right. being a decent roast so right. I, it's it's good it's definitely worth going and checking them out so and anything that has baker's chocolate yeah like notes in it are you kidding yeah. me sign me up yeah so yeah good and they're right here in logan utah they have a website or anything they do um so it's uh dot com. so uh cafe cafe yeah cafe ibis, ibis. 
Why can't I read this morning? I don't know. It's okay. Yeah, but if and, you... And just so everybody knows, we we didn't get... Uh, Cafe Arby's has no idea we're even reviewing them. Yeah, they have no so idea. So we don't get free copies. We don't do coffee endorsements because we want to be able to actually do an honest review. Yeah, so this was actually gifted to us through the holidays. Through the holidays. Someone yeah. bought this from Cafe Ibis and, and gave it to us. Yes, which was, so. was super sweet. Super yeah. sweet. So, um, yeah, so pretty cool. Okay, there you go. There's our coffee review. Yeah. Okay, so let's get, let's get back into January. Mm-hmm. So it will be less depressing, I promise. It will be <laughs> less depressing because we can actually push through January and make it to Valentine's Day. Yep. Where we're all hearts and flowers again. And lube. All right, but let's talk about January and how to crush January this year. Let's hope you make the most of it, my boy. Hit me with some action plan. Here we go. So, if January is so bad... We need to be very mindful of the things that are good. Okay. Do you like look that? On, we look and on the, the bright end. side. <laughs> no. That's it. <laughs> no, but my but life is terrible. But you know what? It could be worse. Well, the thing is, is that January is really the reality month. Okay, December, even even November, I would say, kind of gets this glossy glow about it, where we are not paying attention to our credit card debt. We're not paying attention to what we're eating. Like we're just kind of living more in the moment and consuming a lot of different things, right? right? Um, you know, by buying things and eating things. But January is the reality month where it's like, oh, I can't really maintain this all the way through the rest of winter into spring through summer before I hit November again. So it's the wake-up call. It is the wake-up call. And it really should be seen as that, where we had a good time. November, December, awesome, right? We we partied it up, and now we got to clean up the morning after. Yeah, all those stale beer cups. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, right? Okay. Gross. So January is the reality of this. And so I want you to sit down and actually think about what you want the next year to look like. And I know that sounds silly, but like specifically um, the the rest of winter, spring, and summer. So kind of like the calendar planning out your year. Yes. We want to see exactly what we want to accomplish this year, what goals we want to achieve, just where we're at, and what we want to see the year progress as. Right. And and I want you to think of January as a fresh start to these things. Like we're going to get in. And January, I love January. It is an exciting month. There's no holidays you have to do. You don't really have to buy anything. You're just kind of focusing on you and what your goals are and what your like goals of your family are and what you want to achieve. And I absolutely love those things. So that is how we want to look at January is this kind of fresh start. We're going to get this done. I want you to come up with like a step-by-step plan if, if that's kind of where we're at. Or like I want to be open and do everything with love because I, I tend to get kind of closed off. And so that's kind of my, if you want to call it a New Year's resolution, it, I guess it is, but it's more of a lifestyle for it's me. It's your theme for the year. It's my theme for the year. So okay. I'm going to try to do that. And this is the fresh start where I'm going to try to keep that open and implement tasks that will do that, like meditation, being being able to be creative, all of that, right? Right. Um, so another thing with the gloomy weather, we'd all tend to, in, no matter where you live, unless you're like Key West, um, the gloomy, even Key West was gloomy a little bit. So yeah, it was stormy. and You're yeah. going to get different weather. But it, the gloomy weather, I want you to get more hoogly, which is really relishing in this idea of um, kind of the candlelight and cuddling and warmth and fireplaces and like what typically tends to happen in December. But I want you to bring it into January where it's we get a cuddle up. We get these opportunities because in the middle of summer in July, um, I'm not going to have a fire and cuddle up with my husband. Not going to happen. Sorry, right. honey. But 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 no offense, in yeah. January, we're going to do those things. And those can be our social objectives where we're 
taking the time to cultivate real bases in our, in our social interactions, in our self-care and, you know, just, you know, cleaning the house and getting like your little world the way that you would like it. You can go to bed early because the sun goes down and, yep. and, and hoogly is a Danish word, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's, that's worth, there's a few books on, on this, but it's kind of like little that. Book of, the little book of um, hoogly. Hoogly, hoogly, whatever you pronounce it. But yeah, if it's just essentially the really depressing, dark winter months in a lot of these Scandinavian countries mm-hmm. where they don't have a lot of sunlight at all, yeah. they do this practice where it's a lot of candlelight and reading and blankets and staying in and being kind of cuddly, like you said. Yes. And and really like enjoying your food, but not overconsumption of your food. Right. Um, so we want to embody this piece of this. The second thing that, or third thing, I don't know what I'm on. Um, the next thing that's kind of cool about January is everything is cheaper because marketing folks know that you just spent a bunch of money in December, right? And so if you are truly organically looking to travel during the year, this would be the time to get airline tickets, the kind of Airbnb stuff. If you're looking to purchase items, larger items or something over the year, this would be kind of the time to look into those things and decide if you're actually going to purchase them, which I know purchasing things in January kind of seems scary because December was such a, whoa, like so much stuff. Um, But really being mindful of your purchases and what you're going to do moving forward in that way. If if it's a big purchase or a trip, you probably want to plan that out maybe like summer before January. So you know it's happening in January, you already plan for it, and it's not a impulse purchase because you're sad and you're getting on the treadmill. It's, hey, I needed a new car. I'm going to wait till January when it's got a deal. Or I need want to go on a trip. We're not going to go on Christmas because it's too busy. We're going to go on Blue Monday because I'm super sad. That's right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And, um, And then the next thing would be obligations go down. So people usually fare pretty well because of the obligations with family members or like coworkers. We have a lot of, you know, company parties and such. Um, we feel obligated to go to those things and obligated to purchase something for those things. So the cool thing about January is we don't have those things. So we want to make sure that because all of those things have been eliminated, those parties and, and interactions, that we want to implement social interactions that we truly want. Okay, like you said, a fire and cuddling is what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. What do you want as a social interaction? What's a good social interaction for you? I don't know, like a dance party? <laughs> it's like not a, accurate. Like a dance party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a movie. Oh, that'd be we fun. Could, like hunker down and watch some movies. Yeah. See, okay. and that's hoogly. Right. Right there is like having the whole family around. And oh, I, I do like skiing as a family. Oh, and, yes. And skiing gets me through January and February because we finally have decent snow. Yes. And we get out as a family in the sun and do something active. Right. So that that's my social interaction. Well, and, and that's part of it is making sure that you're still going in nature because you got to think a lot of us go on walks and such, but then January, we're not doing that because it's cold. Right. So bundle up the kids, you know, get your, I don't know, all terrain stroller out yeah and just you get go out for there. it yeah so we we still have to get into nature and that's where january can be quite motivating where we still want to get out there and we ha- we make habits to still get out into right. nature and i've noticed for me because I, I don't like the cold at all no, like like kate that. our youngest she hates the cold too yeah. but we have like everest style expedition mittens yes and i noticed that if i put on like thermals and a sweatshirt and then my ski coat and then a hat and i put my hood on and i got my thermal or my everest expedition mittens Mm -hmm. and big boots 
I'm actually too hot if I stay inside. Right. So then I end up going outside. I'm like, oh, it's sunny outside. Right. Like, like yesterday, it actually got kind of warm in the mid 30s and the sun was kind of hot. Right. So everybody's, in the, everybody's outside and we're sledding and people are shed, we're shedding coats and we're shedding mittens. And next thing you know, everybody's in t-shirts and it right. ended up being a really good day. We probably would have just stayed inside if we didn't do that bundling up. Right, because so it's cold. It's cold. So yeah. bundle up until you get too hot to be inside and then get outside. That's my little thing. I don't I, know. I like that yeah. because you do not like the cold. No. At no. all. Like I can put on some boots and call it a day like with regular clothing and you cannot. No. So for those of you like me who, who absolutely hate the cold, try the bundle up trick. I like and it. And then you'll, you'll get to a point where you're like, I can't be inside anymore. I'm sweating. <laughs> and you'll go outside and be like, oh, it's nice outside. Well, and then you're still in the sun. Like it's, it's definitely not the summer sun, but man, at least getting some sun on your face is nice. Right. And then last, I want you to work on your self-care. This is the perfect time to be doing self-care. Manny pedis Yes. Spa yep. days. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Get, catching up on reading. You know, like getting some sleep. You're such a nerd. Oh, what are you you're talking about? Like, Manny pedis and massages. And you're like, yeah, and reading a book. Like an instruction manual on some brain function. <laughs> yes. I know. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I know. Okay. I'm just, I, I, I think it's great. <laughs> well, so you should think it's great. One of us has to be an intellect here. Yes. So. <laughs> intellectual so all right no but yeah catching up on those things that you really neglected in november and december because you were too busy now's the time to really dive into your self-care okay and we're not doing new year's resolutions we are not but we're doing lifestyle changes yeah like i would like to be healthy over the summer so it's like i'm not going to eat sugar yep so um there was a cool study from university of houston and some in england that the can't versus don't so like yes. I can't eat sugar versus I don't eat sugar. Yep. And the, the can'ts failed at a substantially higher rate than the don'ts. Mm-hmm. So it's not like my New Year's resolution, I'm not going to eat sugar. I can't you eat can't sugar. sugar. It's like, okay, you know what? We're just going to eat, you know, whole foods. Right. You know, and, and if there's sugar in my fruit, there's sugar in my fruit, but I'm going to eat fruit instead of a candy bar. Yep. So like things like that, like I, I, if, you, if you say I can't do something, you're probably going to, to fail. Yep, exactly. So I don't eat sugar or, you know. Or even better, I only eat whole foods. Oh, I like that because then it's a positive statement. Yep. Yep. Or I work out every day. Right. Right. Or I do some physical, you don't want to work out every day, but work like some physical interaction. And you make that, you make that goal at the end. Mm -hmm. Like I want to work out and eat right because I want to look good. Everybody does it because they want to look good. (laughs) Everybody says they want to be healthy. I want abs. You don't. You want want abs. abs. Dudes want to look like Thor. And chicks want to look like Scarlett Johansson. That just you, everybody. So wait, does. so Thor is a character. Scarlett Johansson's a real human being. Yeah, but they both play. The, I don't know Chris Hemsworth or whatever his name is. Yeah, Thor. What, what's and her name in the, the movie Black Widow? Black Widow. Okay, honey. so we, we want. What those. is going on here? I, we need to catch up on our Marvel movies, I know, obviously. I'm sorry. But anyway, what is happening? But but the reason you you give up on your thing is it's hard, right? And you're always thinking about those abdominal muscles. Yes. So if you say, well, I want to look good. And then you come up with your plan to look good and then you forget about looking good and then you just start with your step one of your plan, yeah. which is going to the gym every day. Right, because that's or your lifestyle. eating whole foods. Yep, and that's then you're what like, you do. I'm not even going to worry about my, my end goal. I'm just going to worry about my one step. And then once you get there, you're like, oh, what's my next step? And your next step is specific training or whatever it is. Yep. And then before you know it, you're like, whoa, they just cast me in Thor 18 <laughs> as Thor's little brother. <laughs> Just as awesome. Yep. Sorry, we got tangenty on that little last bit. Back, <laughs> Four eighteen. Yeah. Back to January. Just 
just try to get through this month, do what Jesse said, all those nice steps, and you can actually make it a very positive experience, right? Yes, absolutely. And then we can incorporate this, we can build better habits, and we can build a better you. Thanks, guys.